Hey guys, it's Zebra Kid, and we're here uh, with our podcast, Wrestling with Fetish. And uh, today's been one hell of a day. Actually, it's been two really, mm-hmm. really amazing days. And uh, we got to work with the amazing Misty Lovelace, me, who is uh, sitting here with us and uh, joining us for the podcast. And we have a, a kind of last minute co host, the beautiful Ella. Hey. And you just did a couple of, well, you did one video with, with Misty. And how was that for you? Because this is your first time working with her, right? Right. It was awesome. She's a great coworker. <laughs> um, <laughs> super easy with her, you know. She, she knows what she's doing, so obviously a pro. Yeah. I've had a lot of practice over the years now. I mean, you are a pro. You've been doing this for, for quite some time now. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. Is it now six years or seven? No, really? no. I'm thinking of my wife, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like four or five? Um, no, not even that long. What? Really? Um, I became full-time January of 2016. Oh. And I feel like I've known you way longer than that. That's right? Yeah. Um, and then I didn't start shooting fetish for like... I don't know, at least eight months after that. Um, so the end of 2016, three years now. So were you doing wrestling and then? Yes, I started with wrestling. Um, I did wrestling for a long time and didn't do other fetishes. Um, then I guess bondage was probably next. Um, I started accepting work from other producers and, you know, they don't really tell you what you're doing before you get there, usually. So... I've done all kinds of things now. It sounds, it, we're going to talk about that because I feel that that's so interesting to me because like I'm so good about telling people ahead of time like this is what we're about. So the idea of just walking into someone's studio and they're like, all right, we're going to yeah. hang start, you upside down. Start and, impro- like improving. There you go. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to spit roast you today or. Yes, that was the worst one I ever did. <laughs> we'll get to that as well. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to explore Misty's uh, origins, and uh, also we're going to talk to Ella about her experiences, because what's great here is there's kind of a nice dichotomy, because Ella's just now kind of getting started. And uh, wrestling was your first thing too, right? Um, Really, it was boudoir Mm -hmm. and implied modeling, and then I got into wrestling when I met you guys. um, How did we meet? I'm I'm blanking right now. A mutual friend. Oh, okay. Hmm. And yeah, because remember you came over and I was like, uh, how did I, because I, I thought you would have been like on one model place for Model Mayhem, but no, we just happened to know the same people. Yeah, and I, I was on Model Mayhem at one point too. Mm-hmm. Those places yeah. are kind of dead now. Yeah. Like yeah, I just did a search the yeah. other day and it's it's kind of like the MySpace of modeling sites. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I would move to, but that's, yeah. Everyone's just doing Twitter now. and Lots of Instagram. Instagram right. stuff. They yeah. take Instagram just email. so seriously now. Oh, no one true. even does email anymore. Everyone's just like, just tweet me or like PM me or something like that. We have lots of emails. Mm-hmm. I have so many social media accounts though, so that's just the easiest one to direct people. What's great is I'm, I'm getting old, but I still have to be like kind of tapped into all these bits of social media. I have to learn the lingo, I have to learn what all the fucking kids are saying. Oh, I'm like, hashtag bae, hashtag bruh, hashtag, I'm like, learning all this shit, it's dude. It's lit. Yeah, it's lit. No hashtag fetish. Oh my god, the one I heard today was like, men are getting all pressed. And I'm like, no. what does that mean? Oh, oh, that means they're upset about something. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm learning, man. I'm a fucking 
gotta stay with teaching the, me now. Yeah, right. I, I gotta stay with the thing because I'm realizing a lot of the guys who used to do this for a living are now like uh, the guys who started the, the wrestling companies in the 70s or 80s. They're like in their oh. 60s now, so they probably don't get on social media and find out what. Yeah, they hire new people and it's starting to like transfer over. Yeah, and I gotta figure out how to get the new wrestling fans to come over. I don't want it to just be the older guys who are just like into the old schools. I want. I want like you know 19 20 21 year olds to come out like oh shit this is kind of this is kind of badass so that's what i need you guys for so like, to keep me tapped in <laughs> well tap that's into a the, good way to do it yeah right. keep me tapped into the flow of information but and i um, like that because not a lot of people know about the fetish community to be honest it's still up and coming taboo. you know what i mean yeah it's taboo um well the way it usually starts is guys will go i mean not not just guys women too but for the most part, men will see something and be like, I'm excited by this. I shouldn't be. <laughs> Why am I excited? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a naked woman. Why am I still getting an erection? You know? I get excited too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you'll see something and you're like, this is not what my parents told me I would be excited by, you know? Yeah. A naked man who is my husband. Like, yeah. No, here's a woman in spandex fucking tying another girl up and you're like, what the fuck? I think my first instance of having a fetish or like that feeling of, I guess, feeling horny over something that's not a naked body. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in class as a sophomore mm -hmm. and we had a substitute and she was god awful. She was real mean to us, but she had the most beautiful feet. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. They were like perfectly polished and perfectly tan. She was wearing sandals. That was a terrible, like she was just mean, but Maybe that I, was part of it too. I was worshiping her feet that whole class. Wait, so, so now I'm picturing something in my head. Here's <laughs> here's a woman who's mean, so she's yep. disciplining you. Yep. She's being a bitch, yeah, being bratty. Yep. And she has beautiful feet, <laughs> and you're just like that canceled out the bitchiness. <laughs> it canceled out. I'm sorry. I'm yep. thinking of like BDSM things where she just like totally dominates right <laughs> with the ruler. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and she's like worship my feet. <laughs> I'll take a spanking for that. And it's fine. <laughs> right. Oh man, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Okay, so <laughs> I'm trying to structure this, but uh, we can freeform it too. But let's go to the origins. Okay, so um, you got started about three years ago, and mm -hmm. your first what what got you into the, your first shoot? Let's talk about that. Oh well, when I was 18, I auditioned for Playboy, and I was uh, I did an interview on the news and. You know, it didn't really turn out to be of anything. I just did it for fun. I got to be on the news for free. Uh, of course, my mother saw it, but <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole story. Um, but several I'm years- she was probably not happy about it. She was livid. <laughs> <laughs> um, several years later, I was about 21. I met a full-time model and she led me to uh, model mayhem and mm. um, just kind of picked up from there. I did some shoots here and there. Was it mostly uh, print at first or? Yeah, it was just like, I, I started off with nude. So, you know, nude photography. Um, that was always my favorite. Um, you seem to have a very, um, uh, you, I think you said it earlier, like I think your natural state is almost like prefer to be nude. Yeah. Sometimes. It's just more comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> And it's beautiful. I have a beautiful body. Mm, I agree. <laughs> All women do, really. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, there's, I think, yeah, the, the, the more I get into this world, the more comfortable I become with just people just being naked. 
And it's just one of those things where it's just like you're at a party or like even like an open burn or something like that. And people just wander around naked and you just get used to it. Right. And being a fetish producer, you see a lot of girls who are like, can I just change here? I'm like, sure. Right. Oh, and I don't even question it. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. a natural thing. We, we had Tiny walk in today and she's yeah. just like, you think you were sitting over there and yeah, you were just... Yeah, just some fishnets, <laughs> taking some selfies with my bush out. <laughs> And he's like, hey, where to say, whoa. <laughs> and he's like a pro wrestler, so he's not sh used to girls just kind of like. Oh, yeah, they're not supposed to be nude. They're yeah, right? Wrestlers. Jam out with their clam out when you're walking by. Definitely like, was. Yeah. It was great. Because I knew he was walking by, and I was like, oh, I've got to see what he's doing. <laughs> he's downstairs, he's like, Is there, bitch, am I here at the wrong time? I'm like, no, you're here apparently at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you guys had a blast today. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, Tiny is uh, our six foot nine badass, and he just threw her around like a rag doll. It was great. Wow. Awesome. It was really fun. <laughs> and then I got to come in. And, I got to come in and do the same thing with a mascot, and yeah, lots of fun. But anyway, so print modeling, <clears throat> and when did that start to branch over into fetish? Okay, so by the time I was twenty three, I became full time. Um, no, 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 I. Uh, January of 2016, I was 22. Um, turned 23 a month later. Um, got the cover of Penthouse within a couple months after that. Nice. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a different cover, a, a Hustler cover, um, right before that. And they, they came out one month after each other. Um, and right about that same time I started wrestling, uh, my mom had a stroke. So I actually, the same exact year that I'm like, you know, all these publications are coming out, I'm having to stay home in Texas yeah. and not travel quite the same that I would normally be allowed to. And <clears throat> so I, I was basically transitioning to being in Texas more. Mm -hmm. And that turned into me shooting, you know, wrestling fetish <laughs> clips. Yeah. And I already liked wrestling. I didn't know it was a thing. Mm -hmm. um, I found out about it from Tilly Mc. Reese. Um, it took me a little time to like warm up to it. I'd say, you know, I found out about it, you know, December 2015-ish, and then within this, I'm probably shy a few times, but within six months I was shooting it, you know, way more frequently. Yeah. It was my go-to. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it took me a long time to shoot with men. Um, I was always shooting with just other models. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, there was bondage. Um, God, there's just a whole bunch of things, really. Well, let's, let's backtrack just yeah. a little bit. So um, uh, I'm actually personally curious when it comes to the, the shoots for Penthouse and mm. versus the shoots for Hustler. What's the difference mm -hmm. there? Because I know like Penthouse has always been more of like the uh, more glamorous, a little more, quote, tasteful, and quote, mm -hmm. where Hustler was a little more like raw and like... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, my uh, Hustler publication was for Barely Legal, mm -hmm. so I looked like a teeny bopper. I was 23, <laughs> but, you know, they said I was 19. Yeah, they make you, mm. yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was still, like, it was a cute shoot. I was, like, had a stuffed dog, and, like, yeah, I was playing the piano with a little skirt. Um, and that's what I did when I was And yeah, then, <laughs> right? <laughs> had my and stuffed then, dog and my skirt, yeah. <laughs> And then for Penthouse, um, it was just regular nude modeling. I shot with some glass toys, but they didn't, I don't even think they used those pictures. Okay. Um, 
But it is really funny. Um, both of them are obviously porn magazines, but I'm just a nude model, really. So you would like flip the page and it's cute nude pictures of me. Oh, there's kind of a lewd vagina picture of me. Flip the page. Oh, this is a giant cock in someone's <laughs> face. You're like the warm up act. Yes. Right. It's like, get your opener. It's, oh, Misty's playing the piano. And oh, there's an yep. asshole with an arm in it. Okay. Yep, exactly. And did you get the um did you get into the magazine by submitting or did you know someone no okay so uh, well the for hustler it was a submission um he was a main hustler photographer though so kind of knew it would get in then just happened to get the cover and then um i started shooting girl girl i only shot four scenes but uh two I think I shot two scenes mm. before Penthouse contacted me and wanted to do a casting call. Um, and when I walked into Penthouse's, you know, main office, um, the new owner of Penthouse, she noticed me and said, "Oh, we're thinking about using you for a cover." And I'm just like, oh, wow. "I'm just wanting a shoot." Oh, wow. <laughs> and so she she said, like recognized me and kind of rushed me back and like introduced me like by my modeling name and oh, that's great. she knew me <laughs> so they they really did pick me um they were gearing more towards like girl girl kind of things at that time mm. they were trying to transition um my issue wasn't great um i was just uh, posing in a warehouse that had a bunch of different pretty sets um but you know they as they've gone further with this new owner um you know, things have spruced up yeah. and like my cover is just me posing against a white wall, for example. And then other covers, people are outside yeah. like doing things. And what do you like better? Do you like wrestling, boudoir, nude, implied? Oh my goodness. I like all of it because if you're doing just one thing, you go crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. if I'm doing all mm -hmm. modeling, then my back fucking hurts all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And then, but if I'm acting all the time, then, you know, there's lots of wrestling in that, but there's, it's just taxing. Like it's fun to be creative and like be a model and just take pictures. But then, you know, video is a whole nother layer of expression. So it's nice to it's have It's good both. to have the variety. Yeah. We talked about that yesterday where we had a guy who was complaining because I didn't shoot a lot of the same stuff. He wanted me to just shoot, like, I think it was uh, leotards and pantyhose. He wanted me to just do all that. And I was just mm -hmm. like trying to explain to the guy online, like, hey man, if we just did that, then we would just dig ourselves into like a dig ourselves into a niche. He just know. needs to buy a bunch of yeah, or just buy exactly. a or order a custom. Like if you yeah. want to know, order a custom. And, uh, and but yeah, I think one of the reasons that I stay sane and that Jacqueline stays sane is because every shoot is a little different. Like I could, if Misty tells you what she shot, for example, what we shot this uh, last forty eight hours. We shot a, um, uh, I think you were dead for one of them. Yeah, the first one I was completely dead the whole time. It was like a necro fetish thing, but it was like kind of, you know, noirish. And then the mm -hmm. second one, you guys were like spies or something. Yeah, we were fantasizing about like capturing each other and, mm. you know, being the bad guy and switching off and being the spy. And it was hot. The third one was a death match here on, in the living room, but we were yeah. like doing like martial Tarantino arts. Tarantino style. Tarantino it style. There's a lot of like low Like blows. what we did today. Yeah. 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 It was just a little sexier because they had thongs on. It was like more like a lingerie 
cat fight battle. But then earlier today we had mixed wrestling, then we had you guys doing like the movie style stuff. So like mm -hmm. every shoot has a little bit of a different aspect so we don't go crazy. Yeah, and something. I think that's important because you can cater to other people, you know, not just one genre. Yeah, exactly. Like on my Twitter, it's all my fetish porn that I've shot. And on my Instagram, I just look like a glamour model. So it gives me the variety for everyone to see. And the fans love it because they, if a guy has, or a woman has six different kinks, we can cover them in one video. Right. Literally, it's like, awesome. hey, I like one piece suits. And I don't like bare feet. Oh, and I also like neck snaps. I also like sleep rolls. And I like eye rolling. And I like long hair. I'm like, we got you covered. <laughs> we'll milk it too. I like dark skin girls versus light skin girls. <laughs> we just have the bucket of fetishes just ready. Like, here you go. Man. I like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Very specific one. We like right. booties. We like skin. We like legs. Yeah. So we, we like to throw as much in there as possible while still maintaining the storyline. As opposed to just it's happening for no reason. So yeah. yeah. So we'll get to that too because you're actually doing a job now where you're doing a lot of description writing. Right. Of fetish. So I'm adding that into the my whole horde of jobs. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been shooting fetish for long enough that the producers, um, I've like I've been watching all of their businesses grow and you know they get customs with me and now way more models are probably available than even you know a couple years ago. So. You know, um, their business are growing and they have to pass off some of their work to, you know, various people to keep it all going. There's just not enough time in the day. So I've taken up, you know, just writing descriptions for videos and basically like a plot line that sounds neat, like I'm narrating it. And then I'm also going to start breaking down scripts. So, you know, shoot day goes way easier because you're not reading through all the, oh, she's sexily sad on her face and then smothered her. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like... We always have this joke where it's like, it's like Misty walks into a room. The wind blows in from the eastern door. <laughs> she thinks at the time her father offered her a glass of wine, but she refused it. And you're like, wait, so how do you take out all of that crap right? for shoot day? Yeah, I mean, no, I love it when people get descriptive because I love right, that. right. But you're like one paragraph, and you're like, what is a whole like page? You can't get through one it paragraph, and you're like, draw a line around it, and you're like, she walks into the room. That's exactly that's all you're saying. She's exactly. wearing pantyhose. They write up high, and you're like, okay. So that's what she has to do is break those down. So it's fun getting to do both because it's completely different skills, really. Um, and my major in college was technical writing, so mm -hmm. it's really great that this you kind of found me. Do you think you're gonna find yourself like producing and being probably, behind a camera? Probably not. I've only been shooting clips of myself. Um, it's it's its own business. I have my own business as a model and as an actor and now as a writer. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's too much. We I, talked about I think you were on top you, of being a caretaker. Well, so. you also mm -hmm. phrased it in a very interesting way because you said, uh, "Well, I'm kind of a control freak." Yeah, and that too. I and I feel, <laughs> but I feel that too. I, I totally am too. It's a lot to undertake when you are that kind of person. If you're just somebody who just wants to make a quick buck, it's easy to, you know, set up a tripod and blah, 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 and maybe, you know, just film yourself doing a foot thing. But if you really like it to look good and you want it to, to be exemplary of who you are as a producer, or, right. you got to put the work in. Yeah, and, it's uh, so hard with other people. And you already have so many things stuff. going on in your life. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, all right, well, let's go. Let's keep going. So you're now doing the wrestling. You're shooting yep. in Texas. Yep. Uh, and you slip into bondage. So how did that, how did that transition occur? Um, it started in photography, I guess. I thought I was just interested. 
Um, turns out I'm really susceptible to passing out while in bondage. Oh, no. And mm-hmm. my elbows do not touch at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the wrestling really does me in for that. I can't do both. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most bondage models don't like lift weights and stuff all the time. They try to stay flexible. It's a, it's a, it's a tough yeah. racket, dude. I've, I've had... Uh, one of the things that I think is interesting is a lot of girls will be like, I don't know if I want to do wrestling because what if I get hurt? Mm-hmm. And my friend, uh, I won't use her real name, but she leaned in and she's like, girl, I have no feeling in this wrist and it's because of a bondage shoot. Yeah. And this other girl had done nothing but bondage up to that point. But I heard it's supposed to be kind of sensual, soft, and like it's, you have an experience. It's so yes. different on camera though. Yeah. It's like Private. not with your partner yeah. and at the same time, uh, you don't necessarily want to cut either, so it might be tight at the beginning, but after like 20 minutes of being in it, it's just miserable, like you're dying. <laughs> so I don't shoot it as much. Uh, if I do, it's like campy bondage, like, you know, old movie style. Mm. Like You're not upside down. Right. I'm not like... Yeah, it's not a kink.com shoot. Right. <laughs> mm. Um... I have gone to wrestling shoots, expecting to do wrestling, and then we did wrestling bondage. So that was an experience. Mm, is um, that Vivi? Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yep. That was my first shoot with her. Um, I was really excited to try it, but she really got me out she's so pretty good. quick. It was, she's so good. I was good. out in six minutes. Um, she said I did well for my first time, <laughs> but oh she like you know got ropes all over me hogtied me put a ball gag i'm like breathing like a fish like (laughs) and then she puts her foot on my head (laughs) very gently because she could tell i was about to pass out (laughs) and she finally got me out (laughs) for those of you guys who don't know bondage wrestling is basically grappling but the end game is to have your opponent tied at the end and the best way to do that i actually watched her do it we went to germany to to BoundCon. And she was there, we hung out for a bit, and she was like, I'm about to do this show. So I was like, alright, watched her, and she just wore this girl out. I mean, this girl came at her like a fucking spider monkey. She never loses. But, like, I <laughs> mean, within six, seven things. minutes, she was just huffing and puffing, and here's, like, Vivi just like, da-da-da-da-da. Yep. I don't know what she was, like, her longest, you know, bondage wrestling, and she said she went for three hours with a guy. Yeah. She won. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> She's nothing but cardio. Oh, right. Yeah. She's like exactly She's my size, but like beefy. Red I, I want to get her down here at some point. I want to do like a cross promotional thing. Because they're yeah, really, like fun. they're such good people. So yeah. I might fly them down at some point. We'll see. Vivi, if you're listening, God damn it. <laughs> you're okay. great, Yes. Um, all right. So uh, let me continue on with your, your trip here. Because I mean, you've only been in it for three years. So we yeah. got bondage. Uh, we did talk about. Uh, something earlier that sparked my interest where you were talking about like walking onto a set and then suddenly you're not quite sure what you're there to do <laughs> and that uh, led yeah. to some some uh, new experiences for you so many so <laughs> give me give me a few examples i really want to hear this i'm trying to think of the next fetish that i shot um it was probably sleep fetish like chloroforming and mm. stuff like drugging scenes um i really had to warm up to that one too um, it's kind of weird thinking about there being a ton of content for a drug fetishes to just Google of me, but you know, I've come <laughs> to terms with it because it's so easy to act out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard to turn down the money when you're, you know, the acting skill is yeah. 
really simple. Well, that's interesting. So let's let's get into that. So yeah. what is it about the um, that particular fetish that that three that wakes me out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Initially. Well, I just you seem to do it really well. Yeah, I've had a lot of practice because <laughs> apparently not everyone's comfortable with shooting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, what bothers me most is that I don't know whether I'm enabling the fetish and potentially pushing them to want to do it in person to someone ah. or am I, you know, fulfilling their fantasy and so they don't. So mm. that's, you know, why I've done it is hoping they so, don't drug people. <laughs> so the same thing, we, we've discussed the same thing when it comes to necrofetish, when it comes to right. death fetish. And yeah. that's a very common theme in the podcast. And um, sorry if we repeat ourselves, but like, yeah, there's, I feel that when we do stuff like what we shot today, you know, you guys are stabbing each other, you're you right. know, breaking necks and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. there's, I don't know, it feels very campy. It feels very light. Um, and a lot of the guys that are into this stuff, like I, I do feel like a, most of it is voyeuristic. Like they just want to watch somebody role play it. You yeah. know, it's not so much like I want to go kill somebody. Yeah, I mean, my, my um, I'll say my attitude's changed about, yeah. changed over the years about it because now it just feels like I'm acting versus right. before I was fulfilling a fantasy. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, I'm snapping out clips all the time as yeah. fast as I can. I mean, as long as no one's playing video games, right? That's, it is different <laughs> when it's, it's like a session, but you know, that's its own thing when producers are, you know, filming themselves doing the act. It just, yeah. that feels different, but you mm-hmm. know, that's why I only work with some producers and not others, yeah. you know. What would you say to girls that are, you know, wanting to get into this community for the first time? Well, um, I guess the easiest thing to do is find a producer whose content you like and you can just contact them. Um, <laughs> yeah, here's one. <laughs> um, you fell into a good crowd. Yeah. I'm sure it's just word of mouth how most models get into it anyway. Um, mm. But that would be the easiest. Um, Another thing is travel. Because then you would be comfortable mm-hmm. with yeah. whatever content was they were filming already. But the thing about traveling is it, it kind of gets, you know, overwhelming. You don't really know who you're going to meet. You know, should you yeah. go by yourself? You have traveling to. with somebody else works too. Yeah. yeah. When I first I, met Misty, it was with Sky. Sky Blue. I actually don't hardly travel with models ever. That was a very rare opportunity for me. Um, it was since so... I'm a control freak. Yeah, <laughs> I like I have I to even see that. I have to like have my schedule completely the way I wanted it. She is a really flexible like you know with her timing. So she let me like make a whole grid gridded chart with every all the states we're going to and everything. But that was a really good. That was a good first meeting for us too, because you guys worked really well together. You yeah. had good chemistry, and I think she's great. Yeah. And you guys like toured the whole. We just did an East Coast tour, so we started in New York, and she was going to Florida, and she's like, "Oh, do you want to go with me?" After meeting me yeah. for like forty-five minutes, so <laughs> she was really trusting of me, I guess, and she let me take control of the whole thing, and I planned out the whole trip, and it actually ended in Florida mm-hmm. with us doing three medieval torture scenes awesome. <laughs> with three different producers <laughs> oh, so, so, let's, so let's get into that so yeah uh, so this is one of those situations where it's like i'm not sure what i'm getting myself into yeah you walk into yep. a set so exactly let's so, yes <laughs> how did that go well um Sky wasn't actually a fetish model before me, before that particular trip. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep, I'd like 
brought her into my shoots and she had never shot it before and she was so you know so flexible so she got right in and once we got to florida i'm like i think we're shooting with three different bondage producers or you know probably wrestling or i don't know what i said but i go and ask it was sarai was my first one of the three. Oh, sweet yeah i asked her you know what are we shooting tomorrow because she was hosting us She's like, oh, we have a thing we're strapping you to, and we're going to roast you over fire. <laughs> I'm like... Was it a real fire? It was a fake fire. <laughs> but the pole that I was That's strapped to... <laughs> the pole was definitely real. <laughs> what? Yep. So is it one of those, like, Were they, they yeah. just slowly yes. turn yeah. over the... Yes. So oh, you're my being, God. So the, I'm allergic to latex, so they normally use um, electrical tape to, like, tape you to the pole uh but since i'm allergic they saran wrap to me <laughs> yeah it was so very really painful. couldn't move i couldn't move at all oh, it was very painful no. i had to get cut out which i don't ever do i'm really stubborn um i want to get through the whole scene oh so they me. cut you out of the film no they they cut oh they cut you out of the saran oh okay, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah i needed a break like yeah. and it was only like halfway through <laughs> i it was wow. torturous um, and then the next day we go to the next shoot. Turns out it's another medieval torture scene with a different producer. <laughs> that one was a pendulum with shiny bounds, <laughs> and he actually is a, pro uh, a bondage producer. I just, met, I just met shiny bounds. I didn't expect him to have a whole he's, pendulum he's in his living room. Um, <laughs> in his living room, just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a guy uh, who actually goes from company to company, and he sees how many different. Uh, customs you can get with different companies and different girls and they're the same thing it's the pendulum wow. you're tied to it yeah. what it, you're tied to a table or you're like he's really into out. armpits so there's always stretching it's so, the one guy bought the three customs from three different producers for both me and sky and they were all the medical torture so he was just really wanted it for the two of us and all three scenes. Jesus. Super into armpits. <laughs> There's a lot of like being tied. Yes, being stretched out. Maybe, like tickled. That, no, he wants it torturous. The third one was uh, me actually getting stretched and then um, roasted under some lamps. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, that one was probably the most surprising because we showed up and it was in like a mechanic area like you know when mechanics uh, all have a business and they all have a junkyard nearby it's like a whole string of auto businesses but for like garage and dirty feeling so we get to the shoe and there's a bunch of mechanics around and we knock on the door <laughs> and this little and then it was Gigi oh okay yeah. so, so let's just out. explain who Gigi is so Gigi is uh she's cornered the market when it comes to MILF stuff yeah. uh -huh. so she is she calls by goddess MILF Gigi I think uh -huh. And she's a sweet, awesome lady. And I met her at, at BoundCon. And she has, she does all her videos or like, she's the older lady and she does either bondage or she beats somebody up or it's like her and a younger girl like fighting. But her whole thing is that she's the MILF and that she's the goddess MILF. And, and so I had no idea she shot <laughs> in a uh, mechanic. Yeah, I don't know what to call it. I have like a garage, basically. Yeah, this is, um, it's not like a junkyard. It's just like... There is a junkyard nearby, I uh, think. Okay. Um, so their, you know, their medieval torture, you know, dungeon looked real. Wow. <laughs> so that was the most surprising one. Did you work for uh, Huxley, for Sahara? Um, I don't 
don't think oh, okay. so. That she sounds has, so familiar. She's like this big, tough, yes. badass chick, and she has a whole basement bunker that's like a set. So it looks like if a Batman villain captured you. And, took you to like, <laughs> and she has like a tank that she can dip you into. What? So it's cool. really cool. And she does what? stuff like she hangs you by a hook by your underwear, so she gives you like that, that <laughs> gravity wedgie. <laughs> yeah. And she's amazing. I've worked with her like twice. She's so fucking cool, but she's somebody else you should work with. Uh, but, uh, but no, so let's go back. So this <laughs> idea, all of, three yes, yes. So this idea of you walking onto a set and you're not sure what you're getting yourself into. So, uh, what are other fetishes that were first exposed to you that way? Cause I feel like that's what, that's what got you into so many different kinds where you're like, I'm just going to go and then boom, holy shit, I'm doing, I'm doing this. Yep. <laughs> Let me throw some at you. So balloon, okay. balloon popping. I'm allergic to latex, oh, so right. I just turn that down. Okay, no balloon mm -hmm. popping. Um, I have done it before, so, but, you know, that's not as surprising. And you've done super heroin. Oh, yeah, I've done a lot of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and how do, how do you feel about, like, because I know that there's that difference between, like, okay, I'm walking onto a set and I feel like this is professional, or I'm walking to a set and this feels more like a session. Which yeah. is something that a lot of models go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I've felt it like the session-y vibe even with other people around. You can just kind of tell when, you know, they're vibing. <laughs> you know, so what, you you know what a session that? is, right? So it's like, like casting towel? No, no, no. So, so <laughs> session is uh, a lot of times um, guys will just hire a model to come in and do an hourly rate. Mm -hmm. Usually it's like, it's pretty good rate. Like, um, I've had friends who have done it. I've chaperoned some people who do it. But you go there, let's say somebody's like, hey, I really like to have a girl kick me in the nuts for an hour. I just did that for my first time. Really? Last oh, we'll talk <gasps> about that. Yep. Oh. But you show up to the hotel or they come to your room or whatever, and then you just do the session, time it out, and then an hour later they give you X amount of money, mm -hmm. and that's it. And so that versus, because the guy who's doing it is obviously that's his kink, mm -hmm. versus a producer who's shooting you for whatever, like when I shoot you guys, it's like, I mean, yeah, I have they're a shooting yeah. custom videos that other people have written versus, yes. versus you know, so yeah. yeah. But there's like this gray area where like, it's, yes, it's, some guys have figured out that they can save money if they become a producer and don't have to pay the session rate. Cause session rates are much higher. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you can usually tell when you walk in and there's no one else, but the producer there. And they're like, okay, we're going to shoot all this content now. <laughs> um, actually, my last FetCon last year, um, I walked in and this guy, I don't know, I wasn't like vibing with him. He just seemed kind of shady for some reason. And he like showed me content that he wanted me to shoot. Mm -hmm. And it was female fighting. So I'm like, okay, I'll do this. But then he kept talking like there wasn't going to be another person there. And Wait, what? So yeah. you're gonna fight. <laughs> exactly. So he keeps talking to me. I feel like now that I'm looking back on it, he was like buttering me up. Because I walked into his hotel room at FetCon and it was just him wanting to choke me with a cord. <laughs> what? <Wow>. Yeah. So <laughs> he hired me for two hours and after the first hour I was so exhausted that I cut it short. Mm. And I ended up leaving some of my stuff behind because I was just so ready to leave. And so he, he contacted me and was like, hey, you left stuff. You want to shoot the second hour? And I'm like, oh, of course I know what I'm shooting again. Nice. So it's like, you know, things like that. Um, but he, he, didn't, he, he didn't push the boundaries that he had set? Like he didn't do anything like... I just don't even feel like 
he did anything he said he was going to do. Um, <laughs> so it basically and, was like a bait and switch. Yes. Yeah. And I have problems with like setting my boundaries and like, especially if there's money involved. I'm like, I already like say I'm 10 minutes into like getting choked with the courts. Like I may as well just finish the rest of the hour and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, quit. So and that's where, <laughs> that's where we had the discussion earlier. And I felt that was kind of like, I mean, for lack of a better term, fucked up. Where it's Mm -hmm. like, if you're a producer, quote, end quote, like, you should tell the person what they're in for, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, When you came over, you knew it was female combat, you knew that we were going to, it was going to be staged, and you asked me questions, and I answered them. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting when you're you're putting people in a position where they come into a room and they feel like, I have to do this because I want to get the payday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you, is there a way, I mean... What, how would you suggest we fix that? Like, just more communication between uh, the producers and I the models beforehand? So. I think so. Um, if, you know, all the, the set and all, like, all the scripts are already planned out, even a week ahead of time, mm-hmm. and sent to the models, that would be great. Um, but a lot of times they're getting custom videos up until the day of sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So We then, had a last minute one today, so. So then you just kind of have to do it. Like, there's, I mean, I could turn it down and not get paid for it. Right. And then there's that thing where it's like, us as women, we don't really want to burn bridges or, like, yeah. have bad blood. And then That's it true. becomes something more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What I usually do is, let's say today, um, I came up with, like, a, a, or a customer sent me a last-minute script. And you were like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. What I would do is be like, you know what? Then I'll just do something out of pocket. Because I know that you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. And I know what our fans like. So if you're like, hey, I'm not comfortable with this, this, and that, I'm like, well, I'm going to give that guy's money back and I'll just sh- I'll shoot a quick thing out of pocket because I know that in the end, it's still going to fucking sell. There's still going to be a profit margin. I'm super easygoing and I usually try things twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I run into some problems with that. <laughs> so like you think it'll be okay and you, once you get in there, it's not as comfortable as what you imagine. Mm-hmm. Like bondage is... <laughs> well, stuff that I've seen do, is hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, so okay, let's go back. So you've done superheroin fetish, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's one of the most fun kind. Yeah. Because you get to be campy. You wear like really cool outfits, and right. you just get knocked out, or you get to be yeah. a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, what else have you had to do that you were just like, oh, this is new? Um. <laughs> it doesn't have to be see. unpleasant. Just like, oh, this is wow. I never thought I would be doing this. I'm trying to think of. All the different things I've done. I could go on clips for sale on Google. <laughs> my name and I, know, should, I need to hire a research guy. He sits in the back. He's like, I, he's I found something. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I keep just thinking of ball busting for some reason since that I okay, just so tried it for that. the first time. So how was that? It was interesting. It was a session. Of, for those of you guys who don't know. Ball busting is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> yep. A guy pays you to kick somebody in the balls or fun. pays you to, yeah, it's very cathartic for women, I'm assuming. It was interesting. Um, I had so actually, such a scene. So you were, you walk, was it a house? Was it an apartment? Was it a studio? I had started the day off with wrestling in a wrestling ring, like mm-hmm. a real one with the ropes and everything. Mm-hmm. And I actually got accidentally dropped by a really tall guy. <laughs> so I had a headache. No. <laughs> it's okay. I got to take it out on that guy's balls. Were you barefoot? Did he want heels? He... Um, I These chose... are the questions that matter. <laughs> <laughs> I chose to do uh, fully clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's 
full nude versions for way more money. But anyway, I was barefoot. Mm-hmm. And um, we were wrestling. And he just wanted me to, like, kick him anytime I got the chance. Or punch him. He really wanted me to grab him, too. But I was like, no. Not grabbing you. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a um, line. Yeah. Only punishment here. Right. <laughs> um... He was actually really nervous that I wouldn't do a good job because he had never found content of me doing it before. He thought that I would be resistant. And I have a secret fighter on the inside, so (laughs) I kicked him real hard, as hard as he wanted every time. (laughs) Um, I'm the type of person to wait until the perfect moment, too. So, So like, sneak attack? I was, you know, when I could. You have a really good sense of time. (laughs) I tried my best. Um, so he was impressed with how hard I kicked him in the balls. <laughs> uh, he might give you a golf clap. <laughs> well done. Oh. I can hear them tingling right now. How did you high pitch one? <laughs> no, like you just got kicked in the balls. There we go. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> so were they just pinned against the wall kicks or like on the ground? No, or? we were on a wrestling mat. Okay. You know. He was trying to pin me down, but I don't... Was this a producer, or was this just, like, a guy who was on set? No. being hired by the producer, or...? Well, the producer brought him in for her own sessions, and then, you know, let me do a session, too, Mm. because he was willing to pay for it. Oh, so this was not filmed? It was filmed for him him. and his wife. Ooh. Yes. She's into it. Um, But she can't personally kick him in the balls. Why? She's totally cool with watching other women do it. She just can't bring herself to do it? She can't bring herself (gasps) to hurt him. Aww. Yeah. That's her baby daddy. That's kind of sweet. Yeah. So she, like, gets into hiring models with him. That's the baby formula. (laughs) Or, I guess, session models. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Ruin the sperm, yeah. <laughs> Kid comes out all fucking drunk. No, the weirdest part is that he did three hours the day before of ball busting. What? Yeah. So and he likes this. He enjoys yeah. it. He said he only did like an hour, maybe once a month. So he had never done multiple hours in one session before. I love how there's a limit. <laughs> Me, it's like one second of it is too much. <laughs> She's like, I just did an hour. It's, like, it's, been, a, it's been a light month. It's you <laughs> Well, he got his fourth hour with me, <laughs> and on his drive back home, he was going to get a fifth hour with someone. Holy shit. Yep. I don't know. I've Maybe he was having before. a stra- stressful week. <laughs> oh, man. Just the idea of getting accidentally grazed down there terrifies me, so the idea of just getting repeatedly kicked or punched is beyond my scope of understanding. Like, I just I can't. But, I mean, more power to him. Yeah, I mean, the female, the cunt busting, I mean, I've shot that too, and I've been cunt busted a number of times for real, just because it happens by accident. Mm -hmm. It makes me laugh. I think Sumiko, no, last night Sumiko, I think, accidentally (laughs) made a couple of connections with the tech, and she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. um, I don't, I wouldn't say that I have like a cunt busting fetish, but, you know, I can see why it's pleasurable. It just creates so much blood flow, and it didn't really hurt like you know what that is and we'll we'll get into that because we're going to go into your own personal kinks and stuff like that but um that is kind of like an impact all right ladies and gentlemen we had a little break there because we were starving and we ate some food of the mexican variety and it was delicious Mm -hmm. um if you wanted to hear us eat you should have paid for it custom (laughs) so we were talking about impact play um 
And we are specifically the contrasting stuff. Mm -hmm. So you were saying that there was part of that that you were like, oh, okay, I could see why this. Yeah, because it didn't really hurt. It just, you know, felt like a lot of blood flow, like impact. Wait, I mean, it, it can hurt, but it's the blood flow that really like. So did it gets make you, you like orgasm? Oh no. god, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it, like, have you ever been spanked? Yeah, yeah, in, in it's a, like spanking. In a recreational manner, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like it hurts, it stings, but you're into it for almost primal reasons. Like, oh, this feels yeah. nice. Yeah, that makes sense. I've mm. known girls uh, and men who like to do more intense impact play. Where it's like, you know, punches to the stomach or... Um, beat me with this bat. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> you'll take a bat and you'll, you'll actually beat somebody in the ass with yeah. a bat. <laughs> There's, there's that that song. It's like I'm gonna beat this bitch with a bat. Like yeah. <laughs> seriously, there's I've seen guys getting beat with a bat and also taking a bat right at the butt. So there's yeah, a little sluggo. <laughs> but uh, with Impact Play, there was a girl that I met that was like, uh, whenever we shot a video, it was me doing belly punching, and she was like, "You can hit me," and I was like, "Oh, all right. How hard?" She's like, "Just fucking go for well, it." And I was like, "I don't." I, and I'm doing the whole man thing where I'm like, I don't think you're going to handle this. And she's like, just fucking hit me. So I did that like one punch. And she was like, come on. <laughs> Give me more. And I'm like, oh, she, so she, I realized at that point that that was a thuddy kind of like play that you could do. Wow. Uh, and I guess compressing could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it from the female perspective though, because you don't really hear that. From, yeah. Right. There's a woman uh, that worked for a company called Reality Girls. I think it's called Reality Girls. And she liked to get choked out, like sleeper hold for real, until she's just like, like <laughs> and they use her like a. I mean, that was like her. The constant victim was this woman, and her personal kink was getting choked the fuck out for real. And it's very disturbing to see somebody actually get choked out for real. Like we make it all nice and like ah, sensual. Right. Yeah, no. When you get choked out for real, your eyes are open. You're fucking twitching. You're fucking. It's it's Season. gross. <laughs> it's not sexy at all. I mean, depending on what you like. I'm not gonna. Take you out if you are into that, but yeah. oh my god! But uh, but yeah, I, I feel like every single kind of extreme act can be turned into a form of play. And in your case, you know, you maybe felt a little bit like oh, the compass thing. Like, all right, I can see how that could be a thing. Yeah, I, it's not something I've ever done in my personal life, mm -hmm. but you know, I wouldn't break up with someone if they. <laughs> Oh, I'm just kidding. I don't know how that would fit in unless I told them just cunt bust me. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine a single argument that would end that way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't pick up turkey on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so uh, okay. yeah, I don't even know how that ball busting guy got into it. I don't know yeah. how people find out unless. Did know. he look like he was in pain? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Do you think he did that more for show or like... Well, it's the three hours prior. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was still sore from the day before. I had a friend who uh, who told me that he was into getting kicked. And it was because when he was young, he was like 12, 13 years old, he was wrestling around with a girl that he was very attracted to. And she accidentally kneed him in the balls. And, uh, of course, he was in a lot of pain, but she felt terrible about it. She, like, cradled him and, like... You know, kind of like, Aww. it's okay, and like, he, so in his brain, it was a connection between that experience and 
the eroticism of being held by a woman. So this is weird. I'm not going to claim to know what exactly happened there, but there was a connection. It's like mm -hmm. your brain just makes those little connections wires between. It yeah, together. it wires you in a certain way. Right. And from that point on, I'm sure he probably just equated that pain with pleasure. You know, mm -hmm. the same way that women who are men who like to get spanked, mm -hmm. it's maybe something that stemmed from when they were young. You know, their parents spanked them or maybe refused to spank them. And that's just kind of hard. <laughs> Don't know how to parent these days. Yeah. <laughs> I've, had, I've had friends who like to get spanked who never got spanked by their parents. I got spanked and it's like, I only like the light spanking. See? And that's why. Yeah. So the heavy that's spanking why. might be a little too much it's for you. It's triggering. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then I like choking, so that's mm -hmm. so... And I'm sure your parents didn't do that to you. They didn't check. You got a B <laughs> in chemistry. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so let's not lose track. Um, so we're talking about the different fetishes that you've done, uh, walking onto a set, stuff like that. So anything else we haven't covered? Because we can move on. Can um, totally I've shot spanking before. You know, I go in thinking I'm going to shoot spanking. That, yeah, yeah, it's very you have a nice butt. We were just talking about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I grew super easy. Mm -hmm. So my first day shooting for them was like really intense. My whole ass turned black, basically. <laughs> yeah, they really put you it bruised? on me. Like, yeah, geez. I started bruising with was him, it, like the uh, first scene. Hand spanking or was it paddles or everything? All the implements. Okay. <laughs> um, but what surprised me for that shoot was the next day they had me shoot with a male so before it was all catholic school girl with nuns basically awesome. so it was all milf you know gilf women mm -hmm. and then the next day they're like oh you're shooting with this you know middle-aged man now <laughs> so was he playing a priest or was it he was a principal I think. oh okay all so right. you know it's still kind of <clears throat> together how was that for you um you know spanking's fine i would say that that's probably my fetish um or how Santiago has said it. Should I have said sleeper kid? <laughs> oh, they know my name. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> how you said it, you have a bunch of different kinks, but you don't necessarily fetishize anyone. Yeah, so thing, fetish, so. Uh, this is something we've said before, but, you know, uh, technically speaking, a fetish is something that has to happen in order for you to have an orgasm. So like some oh. guys will be like, hey, this girl has to wear a specific kind of pantyhose or she has to put me in a nexus or she has to be wearing spandex mm -hmm. or women can be like, this guy has to spank me in order for me to come. Mm -hmm. um, but everything else, I always file it under kinks. So I feel like women have more kinks than they do fetishes, whereas men have tons of fetishes. Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. true. Yeah. So one of your kinks is getting spanked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what else? I really like wrestling. Um, I like bondage, um, like bondage and Hitachi. That's fun. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like a fun night out. Yeah. Yeah. Or a fun night in. I would love that. Uh, 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 there should be like just a Japanese restaurant called Bondage and Hitachi. Very nice. I go. <laughs> I just go to watch. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought um, it was, wait, I thought it said Hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see, what other? I like choking too. Oh, um, yeah. what else? Like breath play. Um, I've never tried like waterboarding before. So explain but... breath play because I have not. Well, breath play is kind of what she meant. It's choking. Yeah, oh, okay. it's just breath play can be a bunch of different, you know, ways of suffocation and, mm -hmm. you know, like air putting release. her in a sleeper or doing like the one handed oh, carotid. I'm thinking of just like breathing really heavily. <laughs> yeah, well, like for waterboarding, 
You're for so example. Sweet. <laughs> you get like moments where you can breathe and then moments right. where it's taken away from you. So See, it that like, tightens me. everything. That yeah. idea of, of just the waterboarding thing scares me. <laughs> I've never mm. tried it. It just sounds interesting. I would like I said, I try everything twice. Well I almost drowned. <laughs> you know what it's like I almost drowned when I was a kid. So oh, I think the yeah. idea of like having somebody pour water up my nostrils, I just can't I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah well but, but you have a cloth. It's oh god, it's worse. Like we okay, so we <laughs> accidentally waterboarded somebody once. Oh no! I've never told this story, but we were uh, I don't know if I should. We were shooting an underwater fight scene, so we we're uh, like uh, friends. Sounds pool. hard. It's yeah. really it's not easy, but like I would have to weigh myself down with like weights, go to the bottom, take a deep breath, and just film from down to the bottom of the pool. And you'd see like the struggling, get like the, the close-ups and stuff. My wife had to chloroform somebody underwater, and we had no idea that that would be as difficult as it was because when you get the rag over your face it's soaked in water yeah. and you're down there and we're, <laughs> as you're breathing in and all you get is that water flow up your nostrils and mouth and within like two seconds we knew that there was something wrong we're like okay we're not doing this because the girl was just like tapping underwater yeah. and came up and i was like that's the effect of being waterboarded it's like <sighs> yeah so you learn Wait. well maybe i won't try that one <laughs> well who knows it's terrible <laughs> I um I guess my kinks are much more broad when I think about it with a female. So there's that aspect too. All right, so let's get into that. So we've 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 already kind of explored all the, the crazy, wacky, yeah. awesome kinks or fetishes that you've indulged in. Is there any last one you want to mention? You're good. I'm good. Okay. Right. <laughs> Have you done? Because um, the ones we talked about earlier, we were talking about like the more taboo ones. So like there's age play. Yeah. Have you done anything like that or? Um, not in my private life, I guess, but I've... Oh, I mean, for camera. So like yeah, that. for camera, I've done it. Um, I've even sold some of my own content because it really doesn't bother me that much. But mm. at the same time, there's still that idea of, mm. am I enabling this? Mm. Or, or which yeah. way am I enabling it, rather? Mm. So... I, I, I've... I went, I struggled with that for a long time. I feel now that I'm on the, I'm in the camp where it's like, we aren't really enabling. I think it's one of those things where this, if someone's going to do something terrible, they're going to do it. Yeah. You know, there was violence way before porn. That's true. uh, That's just kind of how it is. If someone, but if there is that off chance that somebody has that urge and they want something and it just gets them off and it takes that testosterone away from them and they just, instead of like going out and prowling. Too lazy to go prowling. Yeah. Right. Uh Right. They just smoke a cigarette and like go to sleep. Like. I'm okay with that. Yeah. If Jack the Ripper just watched some fucking, you yeah. know, Pornhub, he may have stayed at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, put a scalpel away. He's like, all right, fuck it. Order a pizza. <laughs> I have pizzas in London. Uh, oh, what about, um, oh, what's the other one I had in my head? Uh, so there's age play. So age play, do you know what age play is? No. Oh, I love you. Oh, so like the daddy, baby, girl thing. Mm-hmm. You're wearing like a diaper. I'm... You're like a little baby. I've yeah, I've that. shot I've that before. I've seen like a documentary on that where that's it was like a relationship and the girl. That was one saw, that was sprung up on me. You actually, I saw the same one that I did. Yeah. Okay, it was pretty viral. I think it went kind of viral. Where was it? The girl that dressed as a baby. It was a girl that dressed as a baby. And then the her guy was more. In, the, the male friend was more into bondage and spanking, but he yeah. indulged her in the age play. Yeah, and I think so he they had just like that. Yeah, they combined it, and yeah. she like the whole crib cradle. So it's like yes. really creepy unless you realize that they both have their things and are adding to each and other. He was very understanding. He was like, "Well, I'm not into it, but I love her. So right. well, yes, I'll change her diaper, and yes, I'll do this and that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, she'll let me spank her." So it was like a give and take. Give and take. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've what only a- I've only done diapering like maybe twice now. <laughs> that was one that's, that was sprung that's up way on more me. than most people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never You're gone ahead that of far. The curve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
not far from my own content. Um, <laughs> they hired me and they're like, oh yeah, you know, it was actually the same spanking people. Oh. So they diapered me and spanked me after. And like, I like how I, modest you are. I was, like, I've only done it twice. I've actually cried. Like that one was real crying. Really? Because I was actually humu like humiliated for real. <laughs> so did it trigger something internal? Was it like a... I just response. felt ridiculous. Like I'm, I think I was 25 or 26. <clears throat> I'm like I'm 26. I'm in a diaper. It's <laughs> 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 just like you know, and I'm getting spanked while I had a bruised ass. So it really just kind of it was brought a lot. it up. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that. You know, when you now I can cry on cue. So there's that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't bring myself to use that. It's so fucking weird. I've had people who are like, hey, can we do a match where like the girl's like crying and humiliated? I'm like, it's too much. Yeah. I, I want to keep it campy. Like, I never watched yeah. a pro wrestling match when I was a kid and Hulk Hogan started like ball. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me, man. <laughs> uh, what about a wet and messy? Um, I shoot that pretty frequently. Nice. Um, I've done quicksand where you fully submerge yourself in a quicksand pit. It's fake quicksand, oh but God, yeah, it's still pretty gross. Cause I did do five scenes a day, so you have to like clean out all your hair, redo your makeup five times. Yeah. And then There's you also have done so the other big taboo that we talk about a lot, yeah. and we did some yesterday is necro fetish. Yeah. So how did you feel going into that? Because you've done quite a few. One of the first <laughs> clips I saw of you where someone was like, hey, you should hire this girl. Great. <laughs> no, yeah, because most of them was like, hey, Misty Lovelace. And I would see you on mats, yeah. you know, with like Tilly or whatever. And like, I think Nadia uh, mm -hmm. with, um, uh, God, did I just use her real name? Oh, whatever. I think she, <laughs> no, she, she goes by Nadia, but like she, she goes by Vika as well. Right. And someone's like, you've got to hire both of these girls. Mm -hmm. And the first person I hired was Vika. It's this beautiful Russian model. She came here. She kicked ass. And then the other person was like, she kept on telling me, you got to hire this girl, Misty. And then, I think we first met at, was it at FetCon? I don't know. Because you wrestled Jackie at FetCon. Oh. For uh, Knockout Cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you wrestled Luna, I think. Uh, it was like in a hotel room. It was you wrestled Luna Vera. <laughs> and it was a guy that, that <laughs> this is how many shows life. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and my, because, uh, yeah, because my, my wife went to work with the same guy that was shooting you. And she uh, said, oh, yeah, I met Misty. She was really sweet. Cool. And then we went from there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, backtracking to uh, what we're just talking about, um, not went messy, but the, uh, the necro stuff. Yeah. So <clears throat> when we, uh, when I first got a notice from a fan, it was like, you really got to hire this girl. It was a video of you. <laughs> it was like, you were on a horse? No, wait. <laughs> was it a horse? A real horse? Like a real life horse? I bet it was... You were it, like in this like a western thing. Yeah, it's a western style hanging because I stole horses. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it was that particular shoot I was going to mention. Um, I'm pretty good at acting, so they really loved me in this hanging scene. Um, but the person that was in control of the noose had a hanging fetish. Mm -hmm. He made it really well known because he was like choking me and like groaning at me like, and, like, too much. and he was touching me it was just and it was like 9500 degrees that day <laughs> was so, he was that stuff that was pre-discussed no oh no so i normally i i thought it would be fine i wanted to be in the funeral industry so i'm like okay necro is fine like i'm not having sex with dead bodies it's like whatever um <laughs> 
But, you know, being put in that place where I was getting fetishized for looking dead, like, in person mm -hmm. was really hard for me. Like, it wasn't what I was expecting. And then my pay was extremely low for what oh, I no. did. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, like, just broke. Shit. I'm like, it's always the money. Um, and... I don't even think I got paid more. Like, it should have been a session fee <laughs> yeah. since he was having a session with me. Right. <laughs> but he even, I don't even think he, he he did it for free. Like, I don't think he was getting paid. He was just, had a hanging fetish. Yeah. It was there because he had a hanging fetish. Oh, dude, the amount of guys who email me every day and they're like, hey, do you need a, a male victim? Yeah. work for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so with Necro, I'm fine with shooting it. It mm -hmm. just depends on the person, um, along with lots of, you know, different fetishes and, you know, the, the same with just personal relationships and kinks. Like, right. it's always different with different people. Um, though it is hard when you've worked with a producer and you've shot this content with them, it's hard to go back and say, I don't want to shoot that with you. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. easier just to not shoot with them again if you've had a bad experience, <clears throat> I, I think. Like, I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed is the idea of like, hey, I'm going to pay you for this, but then this is like, the bait and switch thing needs to stop. Yeah. And um, Putting a, putting a model in that trap where it's like, well, now she has to pick between the work and the experience. And that, that's fucked up. Like, to be able to, like, I'm not trying to put myself above these people, but I'm just like, if someone shows up on set and you feel like you've kind of, like, tricked them in a bit, how do I phrase this? So, like, if I brought you into a match with Ella, mm -hmm. and suddenly I'm like, okay, now sit on her face. <laughs> and Ella's like, wait, what? No, we didn't discuss sitting on faces. What the fuck? Yeah. But now you're going to make her come with this thing. <laughs> you're like, wait, no, wait, wait, is that plugged in? <laughs> and you're like, and I'm like, yeah, come on, guys, we have to be done by six. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's a bait and switch, and that happens a lot. VetCon yes. is one of those places. I've heard, mm. I've heard horror stories of people going like, yeah, this guy wanted me to come do the thing. Mm -hmm. And then at the last minute, he switched to something else. Mm -hmm. And girls who are traveling, that's the other thing. They're trapped yep. by that idea of like, I need to make this cash. Right. Mm. I invested in this trip. If I don't get X amount per state, then I'm fucked. And a lot of these guys, not all of them, but we'll use that to their advantage, and yep. uh, I don't know. I feel like I should have a picket sign right now. <laughs> no. That's why I mostly and work the with madness. <laughs> so I mostly work with the same producers now, and a lot of them fly me out. So once you can get like a good group of people that you're comfortable with in the fetish industry, anyway, mm -hmm. um, it, you can kind of circulate. Um, it's different with photographers because a lot of them aren't making any money off your content. So mm -hmm. they That's might they might rebook you, but you know it's just for fun usually hobbyists i know this photographer that's doing like a well he has his own fans only account but this is where i don't really agree with his um i guess his ways he shoots the models for no pay right um they really common you know and they're kind of like oh i get the promo out of it or whatnot oh yeah and I get the when material. they're done yeah. he has their material and he sells their material on only fans only so it's like yes yeah, that's, that's they don't get any cut or anything and they're posing nude for, oh, know, for nothing yeah, yeah or right. nothing. but the promo and 
See, the, the other worry about trading is the photographer could possibly not never give you pictures back. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. I don't Does that happen? Yeah. I don't I've trade. Had that happen before. You, you haven't gotten the raw material? Or? Yeah, that's happened to me what? before. That was like back in the day when I first yeah. started modeling. I was like, can young, I ask, young can I ask how old you are now? Yeah, I'm 23. Okay, so you're like, okay. a baby still. So you started yeah. when you were like 18. And like... I started when I was like 17. Okay. So, you know, I was going through some things. I started roughing it, and I just found this whole community, modeling, implied, and things like that. Um, and it's cool. You know, I made sure I got paid up front because you never know. Like you, you said, like yeah. most of the time they just have you doing crazy things and <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it's like you paid up front and there's just one of the instances where, you know, even though I got paid, I still never really got my pictures back or knew where they went, wow. so to speak. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like such a like a 1997 problem too. Like I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe it's still happening. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Um, okay, well, <laughs> he's but then you live and you learn, and then you shoot with the people that you like and that you know and you're comfortable with. Well, so. that's another piece of advice I think that's really something you should keep close to you is once you find a producer um, that you like, just mm -hmm. stick with that person. Right. Yep. Yeah, the, and even if the fewer producers you work with, the more that people will go to those producers to order their customs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm not, I'll, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but I had a customer who wrote me about you, and they were like, hey, I really love Missy Lovelace. She, uh, she, she, her performing skills are top notch. However, I feel like I have to keep going to you to get, it's going to sound like a dick thing to say, <laughs> to, but to get well lit, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, well choreographed, yeah. well shot videos that feature the female combat fetish that I'm really into. Um, when is she coming back? You know, mm -hmm. so I I like that because that makes me feel good. But at the same time, it's just like yeah, there's certain producers out there that you you go to, and then the product may not be as good as as you would like it if you were mm -hmm. producing it. Uh, but I pride myself in that. Like when when she comes here, I have guys who come to me like, oh my god, Missy's coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, who's she? Who's she wrestling? Oh my god. Like, oh, is he gonna be in the living room? Is he gonna be downstairs? Is he gonna be outside? Like they're so excited. Is he gonna be upside down. Right. <laughs> because one of the things yes, that we yes, do, yes, I will be upside yes. down. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna spit roast her over a pendulum. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and she's gonna be in a diaper. That would be oh. ridiculous. Mm. But the spit roasting with a pendulum sounds yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> Getting cut all the way around. Yeah. And a diaper. <laughs> covered in chocolate uh, that's too oh far. but it's that it's <laughs> that idea I know right it's, <laughs> the, it's a control freak aspect of it so like my yeah. wife and I are both very much control freaks and when my wife directs and I direct we we make sure that we get that right shot and I'm sure a lot of times you guys probably roll your eyes at me and just like oh he wants to do another take but <laughs> no. I'll literally go like this is why we're doing this take like you did this great but now we're gonna do it this way because I think it would look much better you know yeah. and whatever and the fans like that and they'll come to me and be like, oh my God, okay, I'm only going to order Misty when she comes to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'd like that. But at the same time, I, I feel like I, I'm a fan too. So I'm like, I wish other producers would step it up a notch. All right. You know? And then yeah. you get into it what you put out. So it's like the harder you work at something that you love, you get that much feedback. That's so why I try to make feedback. it so comfortable for you guys. When I'm just like, <laughs> let's do it again. Yeah, I don't have an issue doing that. You know, I did a lot of acting in the past. So it's just. Well, yeah, if you're thinking cool. about Hollywood, it's take after take. Mm -hmm. after take. Yeah. 
I just showed Misty the movie from Dust Till Dawn the other night. She <laughs> yes. had never seen it. No, it was and great. The first thing you said was just like, uh, that scene where she puts her foot in his mouth. Like, <laughs> With the beer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, how many takes was that? You know? Could have been so many takes. Probably, Probably sure. wasn't even selling the high X foot. <laughs> I'm sure he was, was okay her. with it. Was the foot pretty to you? Yeah, it was a beautiful it? foot. <laughs> I just want to worship women. I think that's what it is. It's some high too. Like she's just <laughs> she's so hot. She's she's one of my cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if she walks into the room, I'm just like, honey, uh, we're gonna take a break from this marriage thing. We're just gonna be pulling your wrist now. <laughs> <laughs> let's start that now. Uh, okay, so let's go back to. Um, so we went into your. Uh, well, I mean. Let's go to where you are now. So basically, right now you're a traveling model. Mm -hmm. uh, you're taking care of your mom yep. uh, in Texas. Yep. Uh, how often do you get to a chance to like travel around? I go on weekend shoots two or three times out of the month. Mm -hmm. um, I only go for like three or four days, um, shorter amounts. She doesn't really drive, so you know I'm I'm there to help her in between shoots. Um, and now I've started writing. So now instead of just sitting around waiting to go make money, I can finally do something. <laughs> yeah. That's the you know the one downside to being a traveling model is you have to be there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, photographers don't really go to you. Um, Dallas has a lot of businessy people that come in that are hobbyists and want to shoot, but those are usually last minute. Yeah. Like they'll email me the day before. Mm -hmm. um, but like hotel kind of shoots? Or yeah, the... then all your pictures look the same. And it's just, you know, it's it's fun to write now and have that added into the. I also dog sit, so there's like a ton of things that I'm doing. Um, you can't just rely on one thing, you can't mm. put all your eggs in one basket. Right. Okay. Um, well, let's go back to, uh, well, you coming up mm -hmm. and getting into the business. But before that, uh, the thing that a lot of our fans like to hear, because a lot of our, a lot of guys just feel like a lot of the women that do this aren't actually into it. And the surprising thing is that a lot of the women that we do work with have kinks. They have fetishes. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them don't. Some of them do. But it seems like you you seem to actually have a couple that you uh, zero yeah, in. Yeah. Um, so take us to your early days. Like, what were your triggers? Like, what what brought you into the world of like uh, okay, like kinks and your own sexuality? Um. Well, I don't really have sex very frequently. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really paranoid about getting pregnant. And me too. <laughs> it just sounds horrific. So I feel like I've fallen more into the instead of like shooting porn like I was before, mm -hmm. I fell into the fetish side because you know I'm like I'm sensitive. I you know get I guess I'll say it, but I'll get I get yeast infections really easy. So like you know being around a bunch of girls that are probably having sex with you know doing porn with men and like other women it's just like it was too much mm. my little body was not handling it so by going to the fetish industry it's a lot of it is non-nude um mm. and then you know over the years of shooting things i've realized things that you know i would sexualize in my own relationships and you know tried out a few things um i enjoy it just because it's an alternative to sex yeah mm. so. i feel like i i i'm there too i feel like i um uh, yeah it's it's easy. Like, I like sex, right. but I feel like there's other things you can do that are just equally as fun and not as dangerous in terms of, like, if you're with a partner, you don't want to get them pregnant, you don't want to... Yeah, know. and also, like, the emotional side of yeah. it. That's right. a whole thing, too. It's like, you don't necessarily 
feel up to having sex when maybe I want to wrestle today. And it's like, yeah. you know, it could sex be the same the, result. Sex should never, I mean, I feel like sex shouldn't be the end game. Like you should be like, yeah. I just want to have fun. Yeah. And if that fun involves some sort of like side kink or, or fetish, then that could be a thing. But let's go back. So we talked about your first experience. You were in your classroom. <laughs> yeah, as a had, sophomore. And you saw feet. <laughs> yeah. Was that, is that, a, is that a thing for you now? Um, I guess so. Um, I don't have a dick, so it's not quite the same. <laughs> like, I can't have a foot job. It's not. I mean, you can. They have strap-ons. You'll be fine. I mean, I guess you can yeah. do a clitoral kind of. You can do yeah. strap-ons. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't watch a whole lot of foot porn, so I don't know how it works. I don't know. Um, I really just love women. Women are just beautiful. So, uh, um, let me restructure the question then. Yeah. So, do you feel like you're more submissive, dominant, or switch? I guess I'm a switch. Um, I would say I'm more on the submissive side, just mm. because I'm a control freak in a normal setting, so it's yeah. nice to be able to let go, mm. but it's not very often that happens. Does that happen, uh, does that vary from uh, uh, being with a man or a woman? I've not been with very many women, so it's hard to say in that regard. I've dated a lot more men. But if you um, had to choose, would you say like, okay, I'll be submissive to a woman or more dominant? I guess I would it sounds like, like you might to be. switch. Oh, <laughs> that sounds good. And so I with, like both sides. And so with men, is it more? I guess I'm more submissive with men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of like submissive men out there. <laughs> A lot of them are secretly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think like my boyfriend seems to be more and more submissive, like as the years go on, mm-hmm. and you know it's taken me like confidence to build up to being more dominant with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we've been together for seven years, and it's yeah. only over the past year that I've started like basically bossing him around, and seems to enjoy it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I'm more dominant with females. Which is so, yeah. it's so funny because I'm so small and I'm so sweet. Like, I, I, I can see it in your performance. <laughs> you can't? Yeah, oh no, you were, you were coming up with like fucking lines that I was like, oh, I would never have thought of that. <laughs> but yeah, and then I'm more submissive with men. Mm. Um, mm. I haven't really ran across many submissive men, so. It all depends, I guess, on uh, the community and like where you meet and stuff like that. But they're, they're, I know several submissive men and like uh, submissive women. And they're... I guess that depends on their kinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so any side kinks? Like, is there anything that's popped up where you're like, oh, I really like spandex or I really like wearing pantyhose? I love or... pantyhose. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good. I can't help it. So just wearing them by themselves or with other outfits? Yeah, both. Fishnets. Yeah. I like fishnets too. Yeah. I really love like a vintage look on top of that. Yeah. So I've done like vintage style bondage, like Betty Page, and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Uh, I thought that was really hot. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, Ella, any side kinks you want to talk about? We're gonna get into it with you. We're gonna do an actual thing with you. But I want to. I want to see the comparison. Like, what? What are you into? I know that I'm really into choking. Mm-hmm. Um, soft hardcore i like it i like it all um and like i said i'm like dominant with women submissive with men um i like a little spanking sometimes and i haven't really so with when you're dominant with women Mm -hmm. is it like spanking that you would want to do or how are you dominant with women yeah i'd be spanking i'd be like more of the aggressor 
um, would you want to be the one choking your female person? <laughs> um, I feel like it would be both. From my experiences, it was, it, you know, an even yeah. exchange. Like a mutual back and forth kind of right, thing. Right, yeah. right. Um, and I haven't really tried out anything else, really. So I'm into trying out bondage for the first time. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Sansi about um, one of his friends that he's going to link me with. Um, we were going to do a shoot for bondage. And kind of nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> if your elbows can touch, then you shouldn't worry at all. I don't, how do you, like... Here, we can try it right. out. <laughs> <Scoot. laughs> Obviously, we can't see this. I'll describe it. So we're going to try to connect your elbows. Can you Oh, your elbows touch? Oh, touch. They do? They yeah. do. Yay! Yeah, you'll have a much easier time. All right. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Elbows, yeah. elbows can, touch. You can see mine aren't close at all. Oh, they're not. <laughs> 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 What about you? Uh, I don't get to those. I don't know, but I could try. Can we see? I don't know. I'm so fucking rickety, dude. I'm like, what do you it's do? Not even close. Not even close? No. No. Oh, yeah, no. I can't. You're this far away. I do, I do more tying up than I do. Like, actually, the only do tying up, I do more of the thuddy play. Like, I'll get in there like do floggers and stuff like that. That's my thing. Notice they're in my guest oh. bedroom. But also, like, <laughs> but I'm also big into role play too. Like, I think role play is so much fun. Like, if yeah. you get into, if you can really key into somebody and like do that, have you guys ever tried that with somebody? I've or? never tried it sexually. Uh, I've always wanted to. Me too. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't found anyone that. You have to. They find don't take somebody. it seriously. That's no. the thing. You have yeah. to find somebody who's creative. Yeah, someone find somebody who's committed to it. Yeah. Who can stick with it. Like, like they just laugh through it. Like stay in character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. I fucking Yeah, so like I've had situations where I'm just like someone's like, I want to role play with you. I'm like, okay. And then they'll just crack up at something like wah, wah. <laughs> oh. Like what, what if you were watching Goodfellas and someone's about to get shot and they just cracked up when you shot him in the head? Like that's exactly that same yeah. feel. Like it takes away the 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 energy no. but then you meet somebody who really knows how to role play and it's so much fun mm, and it's like, like a mixture fun. of like that childhood like Dungeons and Dragons kind of stuff yeah. but at the same time it's like sexual and also it doesn't have to be I was saying the end game isn't sex it's more like oh man we're having fun like playing this out right. uh, but that's kind of how it works out with with everything we do whether it's wrestling whether it's uh, any sort of combat uh, or in your case you know Shit, uh, uh, what were we doing the other day? Um, uh, the necro stuff, or even like wet and messy, and like it's always about putting yourself in, into that persona and like rolling with it. In your case, being an actress and yeah. doing it really, really well. Well, I try, <laughs> so some practice. Yes, so is there anything else that, that pops out at you? Like anything that you're anything that you've learned along the way, like when you're actually traveling and doing shoots, and you're like, oh, shit, mm. this is actually something that I'm into. Well, just acting in of itself has been an eye-opener for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was just a model before, and as I've acted more and more, I, you know, fantasize more about doing bigger roles, and, you know, maybe not Hollywood. Like, I, I of course, fantasize about shooting in Hollywood, but... Oh, we all go for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's a different setting. Like... Mm -hmm. Now I can control my time, but if I go to Hollywood, then it's Hollywood's time. Mm -hmm. There's no in-between. And there is something to be said about not being a celebrity. Yeah, it's nice. Actually, that was a big deal for me. Um, I 
modeled for a long time, but I was really uncomfortable with people knowing. Um, and then I got the cover of Penthouse, and oh yeah, everybody really, knows that. Well, yeah. they actually they kept the magazine like in the back shelves and like kept them hidden, mm -hmm. so that made me feel better. But it still took me warming up. Yeah. To even <clears throat> you know. Were you still in school? No. Um, yeah, I guess I was in college. Mm -hmm. So, but I was like, I was just worried about family finding out or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But after warming up to it all, I have taken it on and it's like a real business to me now. And, <clears throat> you know, it has its own flaws, like every business. Um, but I, I just enjoy acting. Like, mm. right. I'm willing to take on a lot of different roles. To just inhabiting the role? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they ask me when I talk to them about wrestling, they're like, what do y'all do? Is it money? You know, do you guys go to an outside location? Have you ever did anything like with mud or I've pools? been asked to. I actually had a shoot, um, a complete trip canceled because of, you know, weather problems this year. Mm -hmm. um, my flight got canceled. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, but I've I almost did. Um, I guess my closest experience to that was the quicksand fetish. Mm -hmm. That was gross. <laughs> really just wet and messy is just gross. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> I'm just OCD. I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm I gotta clean this up. Yeah, it's a mess I clean that shit. Yeah. Uh, but what about, uh, so wait, so how do they set up the quicksand? Like, is it just like an outside, like, oh, we have a phone call. Oopsie. We have a fan. Bye, phone call. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dear Misty. <laughs> so this was like in the backwoods of Arkansas. Oh, that's oh, wow. promising. Yep. <laughs> and I had heard about him from multiple models, so you know I wasn't nervous about it. But it was weird. It yeah. was hard to find. There was no reception. We we're backwoods of Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy was like really short guy. You know, kind of tubby. You know, not really someone you would expect to shoot quicksand and have three pits in his backyard <laughs> or the exact person that you would expect to have Maybe. three pits in his backyard i guess that's true too <laughs> just like where like a small shed where you hear women screaming you're like, oh. like don't you pay them no mind <laughs> he had a pit like inside of a shed oh. he had a pit uh and three more pits outside Son of a bitch. Wow. um one was made of clay, one was peat moss, oh and God. one was made of like aquarium jelly balls. It's like a day spa. It's like That's one of the reasons why I was okay with it other than the money. <laughs> um, I was already going to Arkansas, so I picked it up. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it would be nice for my skin, and... <laughs> <laughs> you were really I thought good at finding... The silver lining. That's right. <laughs> right. You're um, so positive. And the, the exercise. <laughs> you can get a hum today. I get to see a horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, um, it was actually pretty hard uh, because when you hop into the clay, you just float on top. So you have to like swim yourself under. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so your feet touch and you have to like slowly kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's hard. Um, and then the the peat moss was really hard to get out of your hair because mm -hmm. it's full of like debris. Mm -hmm. Some of it got in my ear. Like, oh, had shit. to get it removed. Um, mm -hmm. So it was it was a fun experience, I guess, on the first day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's new. 
Yeah, I guess I was just done with it after day one. It was five sets for the first day and five for the second. Wow. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> so oh redoing your hair and makeup that many times a day. Your face hurts because there's been peat moss all over it. <laughs> it's just a lot. Oh my god. Alright, so I have, I have I think two more questions Acting for you. Acting is fun. <laughs> Acting is really fun. I yeah. think that's the thing that I, I kind of... I feel like I latch onto it more and more every day is the idea of just being able to like pretend, you know, it's like get away from like the day to day and like do silly shit, you know, mm -hmm. in the end, like, yeah, we're adults, but like in the, you know, we're living this life and doing stuff that most adults don't do. It's, I don't know. It's like yeah. when you're a kid and you do stupid shit, you go out to the backyard and you play cops and robbers. It's the same shit, but you're getting paid for it. Yeah. And I feel like, you're, yeah, <laughs> like awesome. you're almost like cheating the system, but you know what? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what happened. So, uh, bonus question. Um, if you were a producer and you were like, okay, I'm going to design a shoot that's going to appeal to me as a person, like, what would be your scenario? Like, what would you shoot? Okay, so I've thought about this a lot. Because, <laughs> I, well, yeah, because I've wanted to have my own clips or sales store, mm -hmm. but, you know, it just never happened. It's a lot of work. Um, but I wanted to open up a pet play store. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's a really expensive fetish to get into with all the leather gear and stuff. Um, and then the other one is like, I guess, like vintage Wait, bondage. go back. So pet play meaning? Like, I guess. I'm thinking of like cat play and, and, and yeah. dog play. Yeah. Oh. It's not big on clips or sales, so I really want to tap into that market. Mm. But. It's okay. But I know there's people. Who, I know people who play in that <laughs> way who don't necessarily have to have all that gear. They just kind that's of, true. Yeah, mm. it just wouldn't make sense. It's more it? like an RPG, like a role play kind of thing. Okay. Like I guess I could do it without little kitten kitten ears and stuff, but yeah, you could do little kitten ears and little tail and just pretend to be a cat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And do like a leash and like collar. Yeah. I could cool. see that though. Yeah. Like, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's fun to not have to talk to. <laughs> well, there's certain scenes I've shot with you where, like, the girl's unconscious and you're kind of like, I don't know, you, you're on top of them and you're doing, like, almost like you're leaning cat -like into things. them, doing cat-like <laughs> things, doing a little butt shake, and it's like a little dog kind of thing. So yeah. I, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. So there's that one. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one is, like, glamorous, vintage-looking, you know, like pinup, yeah, like pinup bondage, or um, I guess I don't know if I would do sleepy stuff, mm -hmm. but that's really popular for vintage looks. Um, yeah, and it's so yeah, and it's become such a harmless thing. Like I mean, I guess it would be like yeah. pinup spanking would probably be the ah, main awesome. theme. So like Betty Page, yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, Love Betty Page. <laughs> yeah. She's so hot. She's the best. Yeah. Have you seen the documentary? <laughs> yeah. It's I haven't watched it yet. It's really good. Is it really good? Yes. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. She's one of my one of my go tos. She's just like oh that's Jesus fun. Christ. <laughs> but I mean that's I mean she's a she's as American as apple pie at this point. So yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So any last questions from Ella? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Put her on the spot. I know. <laughs> well, you guys worked really well together. So awesome. there's, there's definitely chemistry there. That was really yeah. awesome. Uh, you guys both have uh, what I think we talked about the intensity levels where you guys really throw yourselves into the scene and like you know even just a punch like if you can believe a punch it's hard to do 
Yeah. You guys really made it feel like, holy shit, they're beating the shit out of each other. And I could see that you weren't making any contact at all. And uh, if you can make it look like you have and you haven't, that's, that's amazing. So mm -hmm. that was really cool to see you guys like connect like that. And we didn't really hurt each other. No, not at so. all. <laughs> Usually when, when as I... As much as I keep begging you two times. I know. Like last time, I remember we accidentally stabbed each other. Oh. And, um, <laughs> what was her name? Ninja. Kinky, oh, kimchi. Kimchi, yeah. Yes. Kimchi. Oh, because we had little retractable knives? <laughs> yeah, we stabbed each other by accident. Because uh. <laughs> they stick sometimes. They're like, yeah. shh, like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of um, rough... Play there. Mm. No cunt shots, thank God. <laughs> yes. No one Unless got kicked. I heard, I promise. <laughs> I'll have to try it after. You can do it yeah. very safely. You can just like aim for the inside of the thigh. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Um, <sighs> all right. Well, um, I don't know. I think that that's it. I think we. Uh, this is a good first podcast because uh, next time we see you, we can like follow up and see where you. You know what you've been How doing because it's very early in your career. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next uh, couple of years? Do you feel like you're going to lean more towards the writing aspect of it, or? Well, probably. Mm -hmm. I have my own. Like I was writing my own smut before, mm -hmm. so it's fun that it found me. Um, and the more producers that trust me, the more that'll come into play. So. I mean, we love having you here. Yeah. So it's just a matter of like, will you will you be okay with coming back and shooting more with us? Because we yeah, really have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, I probably will be writing more just because I can do it from anywhere. You can do it from home, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then acting will be my, you know, away from <laughs> the taxing yes. ability of writing as much as you can in a day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you try to, like, juggle both. Yeah. I have to keep it all going. Otherwise, I go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I think variety is what keeps us sane. Yes. Yeah. I can't imagine. I think, what, what's yep. the old saying, like, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result? Mm -hmm. That's what life is like. Yeah. That's why when you see guys go That's work... That's why we have so many kinks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that actually begs the question, um, what we do for a living, obviously people will see what we do, and they'll kind of, like... Uh, Follow us. Well... Some people will look Find at us. Find reprieve in our lives. Yeah, but there's other people who will look it down on what we oh, do. Yeah. But do you feel like I do that there's something almost like uh, therapeutic about our job life? Because like, yeah, I mean it's way better than sitting in office nine to five. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's nothing therapeutic about that. But there's yeah. something I, I feel like I had a night the other night I couldn't sleep and I was just thinking about like what we do for a living and it was just like. What do we what, what we provide to the fans? It's almost it's it gives them a bit of comfort, and it also gives them something to connect on. I think Pornhub is a big thing there because like a lot of people on Pornhub, they'll go see a clip. If you go to Pornhub now, you'll see a clip, and but the comment section is just a bunch of people just kind of connecting about what who they are, mm -hmm. and it's not about like hey look at that girl's tits. It was just like hey I'm into this, so am I. Hey let's be, let's be friends, and, and so there's there's human connection based on just this pornographic thing but at the same time I think with fetish it's it's great because we're we're slowly I mean we're chipping away at it but we're slowly letting people know that feeling these things for these really bizarre quote-unquote sorry what people consider to be bizarre kinks is okay like it's okay to be into spandex it's okay to be into girls choking each other it's okay <laughs> to be into girls covered in mud or or getting pied in the face or yeah. pretending to be dead it's okay, and yeah. there's 
yes, we live in a city in Atlanta where like, you know, there's, it's very much, you know, there's, it's very metro. There's people who are just like, yeah, I know it's okay. But if somebody's like living in the middle of fucking butt fuck Wisconsin right. and their parents are telling them that anything that's outside of male, female marriage is weird, that they're sinning. And then they go to the computers late at night and this, this is what they see. So they might have more of a mixed signal. So I feel like, I feel like what we do is good. Yeah. yeah. I like what you were saying with um, one of the fans um, and supporters when they were just like, you know, your content really helps them with depression. Yeah. And that can save people's lives. Yeah. yeah it's definitely helped with my own depression mm-hmm. just because I feel like I'm kind of a sad person there's just a lot to be sad about and then (laughs) and then shooting these things is always fun and I find a lot of gratitude that we're kind of in this day and age because I feel like if I had been in the sex industry a hundred years ago I would have just been a prostitute like Mm -hmm. I'm just glad that I don't have to do that now Mm -hmm. right so what's your horoscope I'm a Pisces. Okay. Because you said you're sad. I'm a sad person too. Uh, I'm a Cancer. We're we very emotional. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, I, I know I'm a Pisces. We're I know signs. I'm a Pisces. I think I'm like a. We're emotional. Yeah. yeah we're emotional. <laughs> we feel things intensely. Okay. Yeah. We're Is very passionate. Yeah. Okay. Water signs. Well, I'm a, I'm a fish. So yeah. I was born on February 20th. So that's what all I've been Mine's told. February 22nd. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. You're right on the cusp. So, yeah, I do feel like what we do is is a good thing, and uh, it's going to make the world more sane for certain people. Mm, Like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not just the the performance, but also the people who watch it. But yeah, you're right, the performers too, because it it gives us that happiness of like we're creating, we're being creative. Yeah, it's so fun creating. And that's the other thing. It's like, yeah, people who just... Are told what to do day to day. That's gotta be brutal. Like so I, so taxing. I love so the idea of taxing. like, mm-hmm. even though it's hard. Like we've shot for two days straight, and I've shot for a week. But the idea that like, when you're done, you plug this into the computer, you look at the footage, and you're like, oh shit, this is. I like, made something. Yeah, we made something that's yeah. new and awesome, and there's beauty in it, and there's also like, of course, goofiness and like you know, sexy stuff, but. We're hilarious. Yeah. I have to watch the clips to write the descriptions. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to watch my first clip of myself, too. I had never watched myself before. You had to describe yourself? I had to describe myself. (laughs) So that was a new new first. You're like, the beautiful, leggy, amazing, busty. (laughs) (laughs) I was supposed to rise, so it was an embarrassed naked female clip. And those are probably my favorite to shoot. Because I actually like being naked, but it's really fun pretending to be be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, this is, uh, I would call it part one of two because I definitely want to get you back and, yeah. s- and, and talk more. And the other way that it's part one of two is the fact that we have to do one for Ella. Ooh. Because Ella is, um, is like, well, I mean, I would say you're, you're starting See how the you business. Progress. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you're, so you're like in year one right now, right? I mean, wouldn't it be me? We met years ago. And yeah, but. I feel like yeah, I'm taking it more seriously this yeah. year. I was just everywhere. It's so hard to take. Well, you it went through. You had to take some time off. Yeah, you, you yeah, took some time, time off. off. Yeah, and then you called so, me up and I, I actually thought you were gone. Yeah, I, was I actually sad. did. I did leave. I went back to Texas. I know. I was, yeah. See, I quit for a while too. I was very sad. Yep. Yeah, I was sad too. Yeah, we probably all quit 
and no. then came back. Yeah, I'll always come back. Yeah, <laughs> right. Have but, you ever quit? Uh, you know what? We take breaks. Yeah, we'll have like a, to. We'll do like a so month. Have to. We'll like take a month off. Yep. And, we'll and like just, vacation. We'll trade. Yeah, we'll travel. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't get the fuck out of this house, <laughs> I know. Because this is it's it's our office <laughs> and our home. home. So yeah. it's like we need to get the fuck. We need to go to like Mexico or Costa Rica or like we get to Germany last time. <laughs> Just need to go somewhere where we can like, oh look, look at these There's walls. There's a world. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that aerial thing. It's just like, wait, is that the the right Disney reference? Which is the one where it's like, oh, the it's uh, new, the Aladdin? Bell Bell. It's a like, whole new world. Oh, is it a whole new world? It's Aladdin. Oh. <laughs> well, it's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> it's the Beauty and the Beast where she's like walking around and she's like, these people suck. I want to go somewhere else. <laughs> oh, okay, that one's yeah. Scary. Although that was an aerial song. Sorry. <laughs> All of our and this stuff. is where the podcast went <laughs> off the rails. No, but um, we definitely want to check back in with you. Uh, needless to say, Misty will come back um, because she kicks so much ass. She's really? um, right. honestly, you you do have this amazing energy when you walk into a room, um, but you also Don't have no. It's but it, I'm not trying to just butter you up, but. I use, I use that phrase. We had a girl who was with you uh, last time, and they were just like, she is like constantly in like sexy minx mode. Right. So like, even when you were like, she was unconscious, I think for one scene, and you were like crawling on top of her, and you were just, just the way you move, the way you like, the sounds you make, she was like, yeah, she's on, she was on it. And she was constantly, it, I think it might go back to the pet place though, because you were like right. a kitten. You were just like, it's like graceful. Yes, yeah. graceful. You had like button ear, and you're just like, mm, like inspecting her. But there was a sexual energy that was very present there. And when you're dealing with that in a fetish uh, environment, it's really powerful because you're not doing porn. You're right. doing more like, oh, she's exuding this energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the girl on the on her back was just like. <laughs> trying, she was just like I'm trying to pretend to be unconscious, but I could feel like her just going like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and even when you pose over somebody, it's like yes. Mm. Like there's this constant flow of like sound coming out of you too, which is so great. It's fantastic. Uh, so we're gonna get you back. Jackie is, of course, she's already like when she, when can she come back? Like, we'll figure it out. Is today your last day here? Yes. And, oh wow. But tomorrow she'll be here for most of the day. I don't know. We're gonna have uh, Gary Pranzer from Giant Test Zone coming yeah. down. So uh, we're going to uh, to hang out. Maybe tomorrow we'll do some hanging. Uh, maybe just relax a bit. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we'll have time to shoot anything, but uh, but we'll see. But uh, in the meantime, until we see you again, uh, we love you very much. Uh, we had Aww. a blast shooting with you. Ella. Aww. It was so Parts fun. from everywhere. You know? <laughs> it was so fun. My fellow water sign. Aww. We're all water signs. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, but um, let's talk about your... Uh, your company, so we, uh, well not your company, but like your site, so where are you, where, where, where can fans find your material now? So obviously there's <laughs> SKWPPB.com for me, mm-hmm. uh, and then where else can we find most of your The material? only place I sell content is on OnlyFans.com okay. slash Misty Lovelace. One word. Yeah. Okay. OnlyFans.com slash Misty Lovelace. Ella will have something set up pretty soon. Yes. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can also find her at skwppv.com. Uh, you can also find Misty at sensuallysavageproductions.com, which we shot for last night with Sumiko, and that was a blast. Um, that was the first time you worked with Sumiko, right? Mm-hmm. 
She was great. We had so many emails about that. Mm-hmm. Like, they finally met. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see why. We Dude. did a great job. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, you guys are both, like, pros. It's, it's so great. There's people who just get into it. They just it clicks. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, OnlyFans.com slash Misty Lovelace and SKWPV.com. Anything else? Uh, Twitter? Twitter names? Oh, yeah. My Twitter and Instagram are both Misty underscore Lovelace. Um, Any other social media? I have a Facebook. I actually have four Instagrams. So just look look up Misty fucking Lovelace. (laughs) Yeah. I'm everywhere. (laughs) The new ones scare me, though. There's like, someone's like, hey, do you you have WhatsApp? I'm like, I don't fucking know. It's just a texting app. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. And it was another I one. have one of those too. Uh, I don't use it. Sorry, guys. We're getting old. Twenty <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it to the end of this, uh, just uh, keep following us. We'll keep bringing them by, and um, yeah, we love you. Yeah, send me a message. I'll talk to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you are, we love you. So right. uh, say goodbye, guys. Love you. Thanks for having us. Adios, yeah. and uh, get some sleep, dudes. Bye. 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 Thank you.